So this just proves that absolutely anything yes. can be made into a dancing girl. Welcome to the Richie Rich and Westerfer <laughs> Show. We are listening to the Damn Daniel Bombs Away remix. Damn Daniel. You know what, the thing about this particular meme is that as soon as you start saying it, you literally cannot stop exactly. saying it. I've even driven myself nuts doing the whole damn Daniel thing. And uh, and then I'll do it like, I'll make something up for the cat. I'll be like, damn, kitty. Back at it again with the wet food. Like, it's so <laughs> stupid. And I find myself... I hate you. Not only making up idiot songs that I sing to my cat, but um, following this stupid meme. So. <laughs> but I guess it's fun and it's harmless, so... Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We are back with another episode. Yay. Uh, this week's sex question, we're going to tease it up here at the beginning. We are asking, who is your porn crush? Mm-mm-mm. So you can make a list uh, and count it down from 10 to number one while we go on <laughs> to address this week's topic. Serious issues. Yes, you can definitely let us know who is your porn crush or maybe who is in your top three or whatever. You can let us know on our Facebook page, search Richie Rich and Westerfer Podcast. Yes. Of course, you can also tweet us. At Richie Rich 909 And Westifer, we'd love to hear from you. We have uh, kind of amassed a, a nice size social media following. Yeah. And we thought we would just take the conversation a little further. So picture it, if you will, to friends sitting on a couch, having a glass of wine, and talking about some of the trending topics of the week. This week... Jay-Z, so ugly. <laughs> Pills for binge eating. Lordy. Uh, Zoe Saldana as Nina Simone, getting people pissed off. off. Katy Perry, is she really Jean-Benet Ramsey? Oh, God. Then we have some celebrity cat fights. There are some really good celebrity cat fights this week, so get your claws out. And then we have a new segment this week called Who Do We Love? Who do we hate? Woo-hoo. Where we will go over who we love and who, who we, we hate. hate. <laughs> so first up, let's talk about Jay-Z So Ugly. Now, this is something that I saw on Facebook. And I didn't comment on it on Facebook because it was getting really heated. Like everything on Facebook yeah. does. <laughs> I tried to stay away and just save it for the podcast. But people were apparently this five-year-old girl who had cancer one of her wishes was to see Beyonce who she apparently told upon meeting her that she was so nice for pretending that her husband is handsome and this caused just a whole shitstorm on social media Kids because speak the truth and their mind and this little girl had nothing to lose <laughs> yeah I agree <laughs> so you know what that's what she thought and that's actually quite frankly what a lot of people think. Well, I think her mother kind of took it to the next level where she kind of was like defending her kid. And it's like, you know, those things are not appropriate to say, but that is what kids do. Yes. Kids absolutely. There's a show called Kids Say the Darndest Things for a reason (laughs) because they do. They're completely Yeah, we've probably all done that. Every time I go home, my parents cannot resist telling the story of (laughs) when I was a little kid how apparently I was in some bank or something behind some woman, and I was like, Mom, look how fat that woman is. Oh, my God. I don't have any recollection of saying this. I, They could just be making this up just to embarrass me. This was but, last year. Don't, don't yeah, well, lie to everyone. It was like it's two okay. years ago. <laughs> so I guess every kid says something like that, although I don't think the mother should have gone on to defend her kid. Yeah, like, yeah he's it's ugly. A, it's a child. <laughs> Let them do what they want to do. Yeah. People were really, really... I think PO'd more with the mom for, like, backing her up. Yeah. Than and like not being like, oh, said. sorry, you know, my kid's five. She doesn't really have, you know, a stopgap. She's five. I wouldn't have said a damn She was just thing. kind of like... like she my was just child kind of like cancer. Shut the fuck up and let her speak her mind. <laughs> true <laughs> enough. So, yeah, a good point there, actually. Um, maybe... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh God! I don't know. Maybe I just want to say maybe so... there's a happy medium, but there's never a happy medium. 
She was, I think she also said something like, uh, Blue Ivy was really lucky that she didn't look like Jay-Z. I mean, the mom kind of like really took it there, which which the mom's obviously not a fight. I'm loving this. <laughs> the beehive's going to come and kill me in my sleep tonight. I already oh, know it. I know. Oh, well. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, some people do not find Jay-Z attractive. And then there are other people, I guess, who might be attracted to to his money. Money, yes. No. Money and power means a lot, especially in, seemingly, in the straight world. It seems, you'll see a lot of women who are conventionally very attractive with mm-hmm. men who maybe aren't, but they seem to like them because they're funny or because they're powerful or something won them over. Well, but is that what's attractive, though? I mean, are, are maybe women are able to see beyond that physical level. I think they have to And they're attracted to something, because Jay-Z would be powerful no matter what he did. Exactly. And this is someone who runs an yes. empire and can write a hit song in like 15 seconds, has launched the careers of so many people. Yeah. You know, our outer shell, as we grow old, certainly changes over time. At some point, (laughs) if you live long enough, you're going to be a little old raisin, and you're certainly not going to be looking cute anymore. I'm sure Angela Bassett, who apparently has some sorcery going on, and she never ages. I know. Uh, segue, I actually took a dance class with Angela Bassett once. Really? Yes. And I was behind her and I was like, is that, is that Angela Bassett? And she <laughs> turned and gave me that smile. I was uh, like, oh my God, it's Angela I Bassett. I fainted on the floor. And I and don't get starstruck at all, but my goodness. She was really keeping up and having such a great time. And she was nice. with a friend of hers who like came to class a lot. So uh-huh. like, so obviously she kind of came with her friend or whatever, at, but she was really keeping up and having a great time. It was uh, Good for really, her. really fun. Yeah, so, so, you know, but back to Jay-Z, <laughs> uh, I don't think most people find him conventionally attractive, yeah. but certainly something to be said for finding more of the, of the man yes. um, than just the physical aspects. I will say this. I have a, a story that's kind of my first time ever telling anyone this who wasn't there at the scene of the crime. Maybe two years ago, I was out and about with my friends, and this guy approached me. Oddly enough, he looked like Jay-Z, who I do not find attractive at all, mind you. This okay. Is the record. Um, <laughs> I will say this, though. This man got my number, got me to make out with him. Mm-hmm. Strictly based on how he approached his, me, his I've charm never and his persona. ever once been hit on, and and he was persistent, but not in a creepy way. Oh. He like came and said, "I don't want to interrupt you and your friends, but I think you're very attractive. Do you mind if I buy you a drink?" Oh, I'm like, sure. You're like, and okay. Introduce himself to my friends. <laughs> I don't want to steal you away, but I think your friends attractive. You mind if I borrow him for a moment for conversation? And I yeah. was like, what is going on? He bought my friends a round of drinks oh. while they were waiting for me. Wow. He was just... And I don't fall for smooth talkers at all. I'm a bartender, and I see it every see it fucking day of my sure. life. So I'm you're not like, going to get me with, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, I do this, Jay-Z, I do that, I yes. a gay brother. But he just laid it on, and I was eating it up. Ooh. And I will say that I did not find him attractive. However... The more and more I talked to him, mm-hmm. and the more and more he laid it on, I actually found myself being attracted to him. Mm-hmm. So there's something to say <laughs> about the power of words. Yes, and yeah, and swag, that, I that guess, personality and the way you approach things and your whole outlook. Yeah, absolutely. I do think people because my friends like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, but I just really like him. <laughs> I'm under a spell. I, I cannot stop I, I, myself. I can't stop, and yeah, we ended up making out and oh my goodness, went to dinner the next night. He was here visiting, but yeah. Oh, hey. So, it can be done. (laughs) I yeah. I don't uh, always go for the most attractive guy in the room. I find, especially out here in L.A., people who either believe that they are attractive or get by on their looks. Which, by the way, there are a lot of people out here who think they're really attractive and they're actually really not. Exactly. But there are also those people who are super attractive and they fucking know it. 
And a lot of them are actually really boring. Yeah. Because they get by on those looks and they don't have to they don't ever have to it. have a conversation or anything like of interest going on with them. They're just used to people kind of like fawning over them. Yes. So I could see where, you know, like I said, women are, are tend to be a little more attracted towards something a yeah. little deeper than surface level mm-hmm. looks. And people I don't know, I especially living here, I'm not sure where any of y'all are from. But here in LA everyone a lot of people are very pretty. Then mm-hmm. that's just because it's an entertainment-driven town, and people yes. come here to do things that are looks-based. Well, or if part. we weren't pretty to begin with, we found good doctors. And exactly. We're... <laughs> <laughs> but I find, so have had a little help, right? <laughs> but I find that I don't even look twice at people who are my maybe my friends who are visiting from out of town are yeah. looking at because I just it's. They're just everywhere, and I think right. we just get so desensitized. It is. To it. It's disproportion disproportionate amount of people out here yes. who are good looking. It's like great bodies, and chiseled faces, yes. and everything else, and you just and get so perfect. bored with it. You want to find something else that actually stands out to you as a individually. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something to be said for a guy who has personality and and keeps you on your Absolutely, toes. Absolutely, because if you bore me, you're gone. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's move on to our next topic, which has a little something to do with physical appearance, I suppose, kind of in the end. I, when I was just home recently, I went to visit my parents, and there was a commercial for what they're now calling BED, Binge Eating Disorder. And there is a pill that you can take for this binge eating disorder, which I'm presuming leads to weight loss because the girl in the commercial was obviously overweight. So... I had always thought that binging typically was followed by purging. I didn't know people just binge. I mean, I guess I like binge eat some (laughs) nights like out of the cabinet where I'm just hungry and my boyfriend walks in and I'm eating like peanut butter out of the the jar. But but um, but apparently these binge eating episodes are now controllable through this. Pill. However, I was actually, I was going to try to pull the commercial up and play it for you guys, but uh, I didn't because I'm lazy. But basically, <laughs> the, the gist of the commercial is the side effects include stroke, <laughs> sudden death, what the your fuck? limbs and fingers turning purple and white. Did I mention sudden death? <laughs> and stroke. And a fucking stroke. Now, now, granted... That can also cause death. <laughs> yes. Now, granted, if you're in a study for a new medication and anything happen, happens to you, like let's say you get a nosebleed, they have to put that in as one of the side effects. Whether oh, or I not... that. Yes. Because if you experience this while on this medication, that it has sense. to be a potential side effect. So, it may... Yeah, it may or may not be actually actually caused by it okay um so but obviously sudden death is never a good no not at all and that's a surprise that i don't want to have no (laughs) and i had always thought that binge eating disorder bulimia all that stuff was a psychological issue that was typically now maybe this is being used in conjunction with some kind of care obviously it's through your doctor, but why do you think that we need a pill for everything? Like, when you see the pills for asthma that may cause, like, they're like, may cause blindness. Or, like, yes, there's right. always these bizarre <laughs> side effects that seem worse to me than the, the actual ailment that yes. they're treating. I just wonder what what is possibly worth, or who sees the value in taking a pill for everything like this. I, do, I think everyone wants a quick fix. I think oh. that... A sp- Especially with their appearance or their health, you know, I mean, you're in the fitness world, you know this, everyone wants sure. what's going to give me abs the quickest and what's going to make my waistline trim down better and yada yada, this whole waist trainer situation, which is ridiculous to me. Well, you know what's, um, yeah, that the whole waist training thing, oh gosh. Everyone there's... just wants a quick fix for everything, so if right. I can pop a pill and think it's going to work, then sure. No, and people, you know what, people turn out... Uh, to they turn to steroids out here. A lot of the All guys the that you yes. see out here, the the big muscle guys and those guys that are really ripped. Number one, they are living it twenty four seven. They are yes. counting every single calorie. They are pouring out liquid into beakers to yes. measure things. They're they're God. fucking insane. But many of them are also doing steroids. Yes, 
And it's many not, more it, than you think. Oh god, I would say like ninety five percent. Yeah, that was fun <laughs> to deal with, but. <laughs> they don't necessarily even have to be a model or an actor or whatever. No. People, because you're surrounded by those who are, it distorts your reality. So suddenly, even though you have nothing to do with being a fitness model, no. you're going to the gym and eating steroids because you just want to fit in with the rest Absolutely. of whatever. And everybody else is taking steroids. and So, yeah, it's, it's not... Those kind of muscles are generally not attainable for most people unless yes. you're just really living for it yes and, exactly and all that. so yeah i do see people always want the quick fix and a lot of those quick fixes aren't sustainable number one no. and like i said i don't really want those side effects so whenever i see an advertisement like that it, it almost it's almost like a snl commercial <laughs> <laughs> to me, because once they get to the side effects, side effects, where it just goes on and on and on, it just it just seems so so comical. So, um, it's like here come the motherfucking side effects. <laughs> that is a quote from one of my favorite comedians, by the way, some more, um, <laughs> when she's speaking about men and dating. <laughs> so, speaking of someone who does not have BED, as far as I can tell, it but is causing a fucking <laughs> raucous on social media is Zoe Saldana who is playing Nina Simone in the new movie. The trailer came out this week and everyone is losing their shit. Yes they are and I don't know why whoever directed this movie didn't fix that because I heard the second she was cast I was hearing rumblings of people being very upset about oh, it. Oh really? Oh yeah like forever ago. Um, well, now see, forgive my ignorance, but until, like, literally today, I just thought Zoe was black. I didn't realize that she's Dominican and Puerto Rican, which I yes. guess is a mix of, yeah. you certainly could have some African, you yes, know, whatever. exactly. But she, I guess, herself has been asked and has stated that is what she is. Yes. So, people are seeing her in this trailer and they feel as though she looks darker than yeah. they've seen her before. They're saying she's wearing blackface. Yes. So it's kind of escalated now beyond just her being cast, which I mm -hmm. guess people didn't like to begin with, which I don't did not, yeah. quite understand that. But yeah. now I guess seeing her in kind of the quote-unquote blackface, mm -hmm. people are just rolling. So what's, what have you seen about this? Um, well, like I said, I've been... I wouldn't say following the story, but it's popped up on a few blogs that I follow and whatnot. Um, but yeah, the second she was cast, people were already pissed off. People who were mm. knowing about her being cast. And then there were... And is that because she's... Yes. Not, quote unquote, not black. Yeah. Um, okay. And then also, when she... There are pictures of her, like, released in the prosthetics and mm -hmm. in the darker makeup and everything... And people were so <laughs> losing their shit about that. So I was like, who right. didn't pull the plug on this? I get that she's paid and there are all types of things going on, you know, behind the scenes. And they don't want to recast anyone. But if you're going to have this much backlash, right? why would you continue on with this? Especially early on, you're getting backlash about this. And ultimately, a movie, a, a filmmaker's goal is to make money. The mm -hmm. studio's goal is to make money. Yes, it's to express art and all that, but bottom line, they want to make money. <laughs> well, people who seem really pissed off about it are, in fact, Nina's own estate. Yeah. They're the ones tweeting about this. They're the ones that seem to be upset yes. by this casting the most. And they haven't been particularly mature about the way that yeah. they've addressed the situation mm -hmm. anyway. I don't know. I am not clear yeah. as to what exactly they object to because they haven't. As far actually as I know, that. actually said what it is that they're objecting to. Yeah. If it is because she is, you know, not black or whatever. I mean, she's a person of color. Yeah. I, I get it that it's not the ex exact same ethnicity. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not like Emily Stone playing exactly. you know, <laughs> I mean, or Emma Stone or whatever her fucking name is. Like when she played that Hawaiian, like, come on. Um, or the... Gods of Egypt, where they had no one. Like, <laughs> There's anywhere no near Egyptians, Egyptians. That just flopped, and you would think that he would. I, 
I don't know why no one pulled the plug on this as yeah. far as the casting. I just don't think, I think it's going to be another Gods of Egypt where people are so pissed off and there's been so much grumbling that seems to have snowballed. Or do you think the controversy will maybe put it into, because she's a, a well-liked actress. Yeah. She's been in a I lot of things. I think everyone likes her. I yeah. Mean, I, but I also think that's also something to be a red flag of everyone, this is mm-hmm. someone that everyone likes and they're so upset about it. I don't know how it's going to fare for it when it's I feel done. like, you know, I see where you're coming from. I'm kind of torn on the whole thing. I see where you're coming from, my own but I feel like as an artist, you would have to say, look, this is what I'm presenting to the world, and you are going to True. react to it in whatever way you're going to. If you start to c- curb everything that you do according to this mob mentality, you're going to be like a pinball going off all those little rubber stompers yeah. down the board because you're you're never going to get to where you are because you keep changing mm-hmm. and bending over backwards and doing all these things. So you have to just present what it is that you feel is the best that you can at the time. And if people are reacting to it the way they are, well, art is supposed to make you feel something. So maybe it is just going to make people feel a lot of, things a lot right about of hatred and I'm hoping off. the movie actually ends up being... <laughs> A good portrayal and whatnot. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Yeah. And I like her. And, yeah, I just don't, I'm like torn on the whole thing. Because yeah. I get where people are upset. But then at the same time, I don't have that big of a problem with it. I know that's probably horrible to sound. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of torn. It's hard for me to understand because no one has ever been like, oh, that actor isn't white enough to play that role. True. So I feel (laughs) like it's hard for me to quite grasp it and maybe not really fair of me to... I feel like the only thing I can really base it on, even though they haven't been, again, very forthcoming with why, they haven't been very mature about it, is Nina's estate. Maybe they had someone in mind, maybe there's a direction they wanted to go in Mm -hmm. and that's why they're so pissed off. So I'd like to hear a little more... From them, yeah, I guess maybe because I don't I mean, know, maybe I mean, not because I mean, they're, they're throwing out a bunch true. of crazy right now. So not sure we're really going to do the they're, bottom they're of this family, one. And I feel like if we're going to be honoring someone in any respect, that I think the family should have some say, or at least appreciate bit. the fact that someone is making yeah. this movie. So I don't know. What do you guys think? This is an issue that clearly is tearing people apart. <laughs> Why does destroying don't you, lives yes, and families? Destroying lives as we. Speak. Beak. Damn, Nina. So, <laughs> damn, Nina. So, why don't you tweet us or comment on our Facebook page? Let us know your opinion, and we'll move on to the next topic, which is probably the most bizarre celebrity story I've heard <laughs> all year. Is the theory that Katy Perry is secretly Jean Benet Ramsey, who didn't actually die, but was sacrificed in name only to become. A music superstar later revealed to be Katy Perry. So you speak on this first, and then I'll wrap this up because <laughs> I have. <laughs> well, interestingly, I actually used to be an entertainment news reporter. And several years ago, there was someone who claimed that they killed Jean Benet Ramsey. He had some details. This was a really big story a few years ago. And, of course, it's one of those stories that you know we covered incessantly. And I went over so many details of this case, knew almost immediately that this guy was just some total wackadoo yeah. who had nothing to do with it, but was obsessed <laughs> with this little girl. Yeah. So I've certainly had some prior experience with being obsessed with this particular case, obsessed with this particular girl and what most people i don't think realize is that in the end the police and the investigators and really anyone involved with the case had completely exonerated the parents they did not believe that the parents had any involvement and they do believe that the person who did it actually died some years later so the mother never got any satisfaction as to knowing who it was but they believed that who the person who it was had had uh, passed away, but they they did not suspect the parents, and that took them a long time yeah. to to give that up. So, 
having so much familiarity, like of being so familiar with the case. Now there's so many people involved. I mean, first of all, a child died, and, yes, and to even horrible turn it into this weird, you know, YouTube fantasy that some guy has oh. because he can use a blending tool in Photoshop <laughs> is just fucking weird and and <laughs> wrong. And I think disrespects the memory of this girl Absolutely. not only that but when she died Katy perry was already born in fact Katy perry was 12 at the time so the whole thing is just bizarre and strange God. but it does show you if you start to go like go down this rabbit hole which i did for about i don't know 15 minutes before i just got totally scared start start <laughs> start reading the comments and start clicking around there are a couple groups called there's a group there's groups called they call themselves truthers Anyone that calls himself a truther is a total fucking psychopath. You need to get away from them immediately. Well, thanks for the heads up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they're the craziest ones. But then there are also the conspiracy theorists. Now, those yes. people aren't quite as crazy as the truthers. Yeah. But they're, but they're still a whole ball of crazy. pretty crazy. So I'm um, knocking it over to you. All right. Um, I'm just going to say this is not true. And I'm telling you this <laughs> right now because I'm damn near best friends with Katy Perry's cousin. And it's not true. She has been Katy Perry all of her life. So cut it out, mister. Stop it. But My it's very spread. good friend and boss yeah. is her cousin. It's it's spread. It's It started with one YouTube that was made a couple years ago. And now if you search on YouTube, there are several videos. There are all these people that are on this conspiracy. There are truthers. And there the are internet. conspiracy theories. sometimes. <laughs> It's God. a scary so place that we live it's in. It's false, and stop believing it if you are. Please, we're debunking the rumor right now. <laughs> stop, just fucking stop it. Yeah. Oh my god. So we'll get on to yes, moving on along from that. Nonsense. We will get on, yeah, to some more absolute nonsense, which is celebrity cat bites. <laughs> so the first one that I wanted to bring up was. Ashley Graham, who is the plus-size model, we talked about a couple episodes yes. ago. She's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. She's the first plus-size model. Who We both looked at that cover. We posted it on our Facebook page as well, if you haven't seen it yet. I think she looks fantastic. I think she looks great. Apparently, Cheryl Teague said that <laughs> no one with a waist that big could be healthy. Ouch. Um... <sighs> I'm sorry, but what a bet. I need Cheryl Teagues to have every single seat in the Staples Center and yeah. shut the fuck up, uh-huh. honestly. Yeah, the um, model herself, I believe, responded saying that that was just really ignorant. Absolutely. And that the sad thing about it is that by calling her unhealthy that that's definitely sending a message to people and then there was a message on facebook that i want to read from my friend eden who herself is a former model who says really cheryl i'm not into shaming or knocking other gals but i'll make an exception for you shame on you i spent 20 years modeling and every single day of those years was spent worrying about my weight every single day and what a waste of my energy. You were outstandingly misinformed if you think a size 16 is unhealthy. And you are a colossal dolt to not understand how your comments might affect young women in today's climate. Boom! Well done and well said. So I would say people are definitely on Team Ashley. Good, as one. they should be. I am too. I think that that's stupid. To I think it's extremely that. stupid. And for someone who's been in the fashion world for so long, you would think that she wouldn't be perpetuating that type of hate towards things that she's probably struggled with herself. I mean, sure. And well, has she's seen. always been very, yeah, very thin and all of that. But, and certainly, you know, that's not to say a size 14, size 16 is the average or the absolutely most desirable size that you can be and a lot of it's where where are you storing that weight yeah are you active with the, you know with ashley like we said when we looked at her like she clearly is someone who is active she has a great figure yes she has a great shape she doesn't look 
unhealthy. It's not kind exactly. of all on her hips or all on yeah. her gut. Because, She's proportioned. Yes. I mean, that's where... Desirably. Yeah. You don't want to have a lot of fat storage, you know, in one particular area just because that obviously is something yeah. that can be detrimental to your health. But just looking at a beautiful girl like that and then just blankly saying, oh, that's unhealthy is... That's stupid. Stupid and tacky and shut the fuck up once again, Schulteeks. And speaking of stupid and tacky, one of my favorite performers, Kylie Minogue, has slapped down that other Kylie. Kylie. We will not mention those. Yeah, we won't even mention it. It's not worth it. So let's just say that other Kylie tried to file all these trademarks for Kylie Entertainment and all this stuff because apparently she thinks she's an entertainer. Yeah. So where Kylie Minogue's team <laughs> slapped back with, no, no bitch. you are a second tier reality personality. Which I, I loved quote. that that was in the <laughs> statement. I was like, yes, Kylie Minogue and her team. <laughs> she was like, don't dilute the Kylie Minogue brand. Yes. Throwing that legal shade left and right. Yes. I loved it. And I think that also just shows you what a bubble that people live in where Probably. it's like you could at least put your last fucking name with it. Yes. Because clearly you're not the only fucking Kylie. And also, and I'm going to be really old right now. <laughs> but it's just, I don't get pe- I Okay, I don't mind reality television. I'm entertained by some of it. I totally understand it. Got it. However... There are two forms of celebrity in my head, and I believe that there are, well, now, Hmm. celebrities who actually have talent, who sing, they dance, Mm -hmm. they act, whatnot, and then there are reality TV celebrities who, I'm not talking about the ones that have done all that and then are on reality television now. I mean, people who like that family we won't mention. Mm Mm-hmm literally basically had a come up i'm not saying it's not an easy job to be entertaining and to have people show interest in you no but, those shows clearly like the housewives and all that stuff types They're of celebrity putting to on act, you know but yeah i believe yes that, could you let me put it this way could you book the hollywood bowl and have it sell out exactly because kylie minogue can exactly so that's an entertainer, that's a celebrity. Yes. As far as I'm concerned. Yes. There's a difference. Lord to knows me. I couldn't sell at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sing like a bird when you talk oh, about Oh, I thank you. I'm thank lying. You. But, <laughs> but oh, you've heard I, me I just, sing then. No, I have not. <laughs> and I just I think that, that it's just two different things. And being a celebrity and being successful are is totally different than being famous. Sure. Fame can come from someone, like we said, saying, damn, Daniel, oh, on sure. Vine. You can be internet you, famous. You can yeah, that doesn't mean murder shit. someone and be famous. Yes. Fame doesn't mean yeah. people know who you are. Yeah. Being a true and tried celebrity. Yeah, that's being an entertainer. Means that you are actually talented yeah. in some way, shape, or form that holds people's attention and merit some type of respect. So good job, Kylie Minogue. Thank you. Yes, don't muddle the brand. Now, here's another topic that is kind of a cat fight, I guess, if you want to call it that. It's Apple versus the FBI. And this one's oh yeah, really dividing people. Like people who typically <sighs> even think alike or whatever come out on one side or the other. So my initial confusion was since I get most of my legal information from Law and Order and CSI, <laughs> I already thought that if they... Like most of America. Yeah, I already thought that if they confiscated your phone or your computer or whatever, that they could break into that shit. Yeah. So I was like, isn't this a thing that already exists? But apparently the FBI is asking Apple to specifically make a new software yes. that will be able to hack into this phone. Yes. Why can't they just hack into this phone? I don't get it. I'm a little lost. That's where I'm lost. Is can't they just hack into the damn phone? I mean, I. Why do they need Apple to? Come I know up how with to this? hack into a phone. <laughs> just go I on mean, and ask it, any twelve year old on the street. Literally, just it, it's the truth, and I'm not saying that to scare anyone. <laughs> but like, I'm pretty tech savvy, and I know how to hack into a phone. I've done it before. I've had to hack into my own phone. 
<laughs> the FBI can't open a phone. Exactly. What the fuck? I don't what kind of national know. security do we have? Um, for real, I. Well, not that good because um, funny story. I went to Vegas recently and oh, was late to check in my bag because of Uber. Thank you, horrible driver that got not five stars. Oops. Um. And had to bring my bag on me. Well, I'm flipping out because I have lotions. I have... God, what did I have in there? I, I had lotions. I had shampoo. I had eye drops. All kinds of shit in there that I should should have been, first of all, in a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. They oh, were I just never put thrown a in there. Yeah. Nah. Um, what else is in there? Something else that should have clearly just set off the... They just went through there. Let it pass and on by. I was prepared. I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose my flight because it, I'm going to really? get my bag held up because I have all this liquid floating around here and, and everything. And I even had a bottle opener in there. Ah, uh, I mean, that like could a be wine, a weapon. Well, a wine key with a knife on it, which I've had confiscated before because mm. it's been in my pocket before. Oh I've come gosh. straight from work to the airport. And nope. Boop. Okay, you're good. No problem. I was like, I... Could have smuggled God knows how much shit on Who here. Knows, but um, yeah. So our I don't know our security isn't that great <laughs> apparently. But yeah, I I I don't get how, why this has to happen. I and why they can't just hack into a. Apple has to stand their ground on this because if they just cave in to this request, it it opens the door. It sets a precedent. Yeah. And that's the only reason that I think that they shouldn't do it. Should this phone be open and should they be able to look into it? Absolutely. Yes, do they need this definitely. information? I think they do. Maybe it'll be nothing. Maybe it'll be something pivotal. We won't know that until the phone is open. But Apple can't just carte blanche every no. time the FBI is like, hey, knock, knock, knock. So we want all of your devices. No. And if they do create this software that's able to hack into a phone, think about my phone. And my personal information, that is private. If people say like, oh, if you don't have anything to hide, I do have something to hide. My bank account. Exactly. My, <laughs> my livelihood. Know, my livelihood. Yeah, all of my contacts. Penis like, I pictures. I don't, <laughs> it's like, what about I'm all my kidding. dick pics? <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I don't even use the cloud, because who knows where all those dick oh, pics are God, going. But yeah. no, it's, it's <laughs> something where I have private personal information on my Absolutely. phone. No, there's nothing wrong with the information that I have on there. I'm but not it's conspiring against the government, but it's my shit. Like, I don't want anyone to get my information like that. I don't, I don't want to have my bank account just out there, my credit card yeah. information just out there. Like, no. So I don't really understand the whole thing, but people are super, super divided. So this is one where we're going to throw it to you, the listener. Maybe you've done a little more research than just watching old CSI reruns uh, as far as the legality and how these things are done. So if you can explain to us <laughs> what's going on here and why can't they get into this phone, please, please, please post something on our Facebook page. We would really like to hear from you yes. and get a little more information about <clears throat> What the hell's going on here? Now, the last cat fight that I have kind of happened at the Oscars as a result of the Oscars. Were you, did you watch the Oscars at all? I was in and out. Um, I watched um, a bunch of Chris Rock situations. I yeah. watched um, Stacey Dash. Um, <laughs> Which basically, I had a friend kind of yeah. fast-forwarding me through oh, okay. the, the highlights. So yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I saw a lot of it, not all of it in its entirety. And did you see... Now, I was uh, in Ohio with my family who... My parents have a, a bundle where everything's bundled. Their TV, their internet, their phone. Okay. But the backup battery that powers all of that died. Oh. So there wasn't a plug that goes directly from the router to the wall without bypassing this battery. So basically, we had no TV, we had no phone, we had no internet. Sounds like and, hell on earth. And I was in the middle of nowhere in the Bible Belt. In and it was Ohio. snowing. Yeah, like, and it was snowing. So You were roughing it. I know. We really were. <laughs> we really, really were. Like, thank God the, the fucking heat wasn't connected to the damn internet connection. So <laughs> we didn't watch any of it. Not that I really would have anyways, but we did see the next day that apparently Sam Smith had won for his song. <laughs> yes. 
and complimented himself basically for being the first openly gay person to win an award, which I had actually thought Elton John had already won an Oscar before. I thought so too, but apparently not. And then Dustin Lance Black, who has most definitely won an Oscar, tweeted at Sam Smith <laughs> being like, hey, if you don't know who I am, then stop texting my boyfriend. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was like, that is that a like, joke? Is that I like? I don't think it was a joke. Um, I mean, I would. They possibly have met, given that they're both from the UK. Yeah, and they're both, you know, I guess, sort of in the celebrity cloud yeah. or whatever. Um, I don't know what that was about. I don't. I saw that and I was like, oh well. Damn, this is getting really petty, really likely. Well, and then Sam Smith responded with a very PR response about how it's an award for the community. And now that he's aware of Dustin Lance Black, he's going to check out his movies immediately. Which seemed like a little bit of a dig, but also yeah. like a PR person kind of wrote all of it. Because it was, it was very... It was PR person. Yeah, it was very Absolutely. well... He was fucked up at the Abbey on Monday (laughs) at the drag show because I was there and he was sitting right in front of us at a table. So that was his PR person. But just kidding. Had nothing to do with it whatsoever. I don't don't know. I mean, I think if you're going to make a statement like that, you really should be doing your homework. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, and a lot of people... Really don't like Sam Smith. I wasn't aware of this until I heard. Oh, yeah, a lot of hate. Why is that? Um, I've. I will say this. I don't listen to him really, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've heard his songs, obviously. Um, and I think it's a lot of. He's like the male Adele. It's, it's always just slow. Well, and it's sad. also he like wins R and B awards, and the black oh. community gets pissed off about that. Oh. But you know what? I'm gonna say this right now. I don't care. I'm black. If you guys are just tuning in, <laughs> and clearly you can just hear our voices, and we probably sound pretty Caucasian, according to everyone else in America. But I'm black, and I don't care. I view music as it is, and I've always hated this about the music industry that. Your race dictates what your music is. Mm-hmm. So he does R&B music, and that's fine with me. So yes, you can sure. win an R&B award, even though you're white and you're British. I don't care. I don't care about the Iggy Azalea thing either, because she's a rapper. Does she rap with an accent? Absolutely. But she also is from Australia, but she was around a bunch of black rappers from Atlanta mm-hmm. who is going to influence her style and how she does things. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, Only with the actual music that she produces. That, exactly. Well, <laughs> that's not that, that's her, her there. But, se, <laughs> but the situation I'm not upset yes. with. It but is, it I, is what like, it is. People are inspired exactly. by the music that they're inspired by. They like the music that they listen to. I think it would be totally racist not to recognize someone in a genre that they're clearly singing in. Because otherwise you'd say you could never have a a black pop star. Exactly. Well, we don't. That's the thing. Because, I mean, not since Michael Jackson, but but recently it just seems like the trend is to just, like, label you based on Mm -hmm. your skin tone. Just like, I mean, Justin Bieber's considered pop. Sure. But he and Jason Derulo do pretty much the same exact kind of music. I mean, their writers swap songs between each other all the time, but Jason Derulo is considered R and B. But it's and so that's why Beyonce and Rihanna are like R and B. Then I consider pop. Exactly, and actually, as much as I can't stand him, (sighs) Justin Timberlake actually brought that to light years ago because he said when he first got his solo deal that he wants to do an R and B album. Well, he said he did do an R and B album, but because he was white, they wouldn't. Label it as R and B. We label it as pop. So poor little Justin Timberlake. I, right, yeah, I can't fucking stand him. <laughs> I can't believe we're even giving him any kind of credit in anything. Poor However, little Justin Timberlake. I will say that his album was an R and B album. Yeah. This R and B music. He it does. Was, yeah. No. And I, I, you know what? Actually, I really like his music. I actually really. I like do. some of it. Yeah. But no, like he does R and B music. He's just a white 
entertainer, sure. so I don't see the whole hoopla. So that's why people but... don't like him to begin with. So I feel like they were waiting to pounce on him for Absolutely. something. Although some people were like, oh, you should do your research and blah, blah, blah. I did look it up, by the way. A very simple Google search reveals that in 1995, Elton John won for Lion King, which is what I Oh, that's thought. right. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. And so I'm not sure if you can hear, dear listener, the ghetto birds that are flying overhead. We've been found out and yeah. we're about to be arrested about because of our last be, po- podcast. Yeah. We thought we could hide out here in West Hollywood and they would never catch us. But but I'm black and they found me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so if you hear a little something in the background, it's just the helicopter going overhead. It's actually, I've heard it a couple times today and I'm curious if there's someone in town or if there's just, hmm. I don't know, oh, wow. it's weird. I'm going to keep those doors locked make sure no one breaks yes. in. So that takes us to almost the end of our episode. We've we've gone on a little bit longer than we normally do, but that's all right. We had a lot of topics this week. We're going to end with who do we hate, who do we love? It's a new segment that we're doing on the show. Every episode will tell you currently who we hate and who we love. I think we concurred this week that we hate... Dr. Luke. Yes, absolutely. So what's going on with that? You you know a little more about that contract. Yeah. Do. Um, actually, I think today I got a tweet, oddly enough, um, about her contract and everything, which really shed light, because I had someone on Facebook recently, and I'm not going to name names, um, who was very much, it's really odd, who was actually a drag queen, who's really on his side. Okay. And kind of insinuating that Kesha was lying and brought up, I, I think last episode I talked about this, brought up videos mm-hmm. about her saying, no, I didn't do this, blah, 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 like six, seven years ago, which again... Well, he would be are, the only person on Dr. Luke's mm-hmm. side. I mean, I've... Seri- yes, I've been I looking, was shocked because... Oh, I've been looking at, even when Dr. Luke tweets something out, the response Bonses to him yes, are, like, are horrible, which they you, should be. Rapists. I mean, they yeah. are not. I can't find. I haven't found one. Well, I found one, and they were <laughs> of course. Much, and they yes, found course, you, yes. um, and they had to reach out and. Yeah, they were pretty much on Doctor Luke's side and oh saying that why wow. isn't she going against Sony more? It's because they're the ones that have the contract, yada yada yada. Well, recently Sony's come out and said that we can't do anything because of the way that her contract is written out. And that's what they claim. Yes, claim. However, the details of her contract have come out, and they're absolutely right. Um, basically, her contract, I'm just going to summarize this whole thing up really quickly, states that she... He basically has control of her. Um, if she writes a song with someone outside... Half of that songwriting credit goes to the other person, and almost the almost the other half goes to Dr. Luke. She can't do any features without his approval. She can't oh record, God. do any live performances. She can't even do covers of people's songs what? without his approval and without any type of money going towards him. So no matter what she does, he's he going to get a cut of. He has to approve, and he also gets a cut of. Wow. So this is why this is such a big deal as far as the legal system goes because she's basically under him. Sony is over him as far as he's employed by Sony Records, but her contract is basically with him and his company. So Sony actually can't do anything legally because of the way that her contract is written out. So she's stuck. Girl. Yeah. You know, you better read that contract. No one does. I mean, and contracts are huge. And I, you know I, what? I remember I had a, earlier last year, there was, there was a, a contract that I had someone go over because it was actually for a reality show. Mm-hmm. And they were having me, I was, it wasn't all about me. It was yeah. about a kind of a group of us. And they had sent out a contract that essentially tied 20% of all of my future earnings to the network. All of my future Mm -hmm. earnings. 20%. And I had them put a provision in there because my company, West Ferguson Fitness, is already established. 
and you don't get you're not getting that you don't get any rights from that whatsoever or anything that may spring forth from that no sure being on a reality show may have put me on something else on that network or whatever but not to do with my business exactly because had I not gone through that and, and given it back to them and it had gone through any personal client that I had, any any of the nutrition books that I'm writing right now, like any of that stuff, would have I would have been tied to them and yep. ha- contractually had to give them twenty percent of my earnings. Yep. Yeah, contracts are serious, serious deals, and it always happens when people are really young because I don't think that think that they know. No, and, and they, like they I have might a dream. Have I want to do this. I want to express my art, and yes. this is my and they might my not way. Have and... A lawyer that can go over it exactly because the way that things are written, it's very difficult to yeah, understand what absolutely. the fuck they're even talking yeah. about. So, so um, yeah, so we hate Dr. Luke. Hate fuck Dr. you. Luke. Definitely hate Dr. Luke this week and all of that contractual bullshit. But Someone who do we needs love, to like though? who do we love? I actually wasn't here for the Oscars, but I love the fact that Elton John gave a free concert in the middle of the damn street in West Hollywood. It was awesome. It fucked up my work day, I'm but it was sure it amazing. Did. I work I on Sunset Boulevard, awesome. less than a mile away from where it happened. <laughs> but I we we were informed the night before. Mm. We were told to keep it a secret. Okay. Ooh, that's right. So fancy. Yes, you are one of those. Yes, we're, we're I'm uh, in the know about things. Yeah. But yeah, we were informed the night did before. Did it affect your? Did you have more people coming in because of that, or like less? The, um, we had less in the beginning, really? just because no one knew what was going on. So okay. traffic and so they on sunset to see what's going on. literally went from normal. Yeah. To stop yeah. because they were blocking off yeah. roads. Um, but then afterwards, you got a lot of the concert goers because we're, again we're less than a half, like a half mile away from mm-hmm. where it was. Um, come in and talk about it, and that was really fun. So it actually didn't fuck up my day. I was totally playing around with that, but that's awesome. Um, yeah, it was fun just knowing beforehand. Though they're like Lady Gaga and Elton John are gonna do a concert, so letting you guys know in case you guys did get to work early, studio shouldn't close down. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Even though I wasn't here, I thought that was really cool that yes. he would do that. Who do you love this week? Oh, can I pick two? Sure, you can pick two. Okay. And they're really, like, not even pertinent to anything going on right now. But, um, well, I know it has, yeah, actually, con- um, contract-wise and music business-wise, I have re-fallen in love with the Spice Girls this week. Oh, my goodness. Out of nowhere, because they pop up in my plays at the gym, <laughs> and I forgot how catchy their songs are. They really were. And actually, it reminded me, because I'm, I'm a... I'm a weird nerd. I am obsessed with voices and I'm obsessed with the music industry as far as behind the scenes goes, it's contracts and whatnot. And it reminded me of actually how business savvy these bitches are. Because the Spice Girls, when they came out, were run by someone, obviously, like everyone else is. Um, but they wrote all their own songs. Mm-hmm. And then come... Album number two, they fired their management, and they actually delegated all their stuff by themselves. They had no management. They said, you do booking, mm-hmm. you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. So all five of them band together. That's amazing. Yeah. I and that. that's why these bitches are so rich right now, <laughs> even well, today. And they all still went off. Like, a couple of them had solo careers. Yeah. Victoria was like, I'm not having a solo career. I'm going to get into fashion. Yeah. And she started her line, which is exactly. really successful, oh, yeah. actually. Like, yeah. And like, high-end successful. Yes. Not like, you can buy this shit in Target. Like, Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. she didn't go low-end. No. She went the other way. <laughs> and she went for it. Oh, yeah. And that's been really successful. Uh, Emma, baby, Baby's been on Broadway. Yeah. She's they've, stuff. they've all, all been very good. To... I think that they've... It comes from them being very business-minded from the get-go and seeing mm-hmm. what it was for what it was. You've got to be smart. Yeah, they you know, were... That something is not... Like, that is not going to last forever. No. And you have to make your... And they've done a reunion tour and all that yeah. stuff. But you have to you have to kind of get in while it's good yeah. and make it happen. Yeah. But the fact they only had three albums, and each album only had ten songs on it, and they wrote every single one of the songs and pretty much just called the shots the entire way. 
I was like, I totally forgot all about that so information. Love so I love the Spice again. Girls this week. <laughs> well, let's get to our sex question because we're this episode's gone on. Damn, just, just yes, because it has. We had so many topics this week, yes. and I didn't want to cut any of them short. What, what we're trying with the format here to really throw out a bunch of topics to see what you guys respond to and and what you like. And we'll try to cut it down a little bit <laughs> going forward, maybe to like 30, 45 minutes, somewhere around there. But we're about. on a roll, so we might as well answer the question is, who is your porn crush? Now, I had a total meltdown earlier because <laughs> I c- couldn't even remember my porn crush's name. I thought it was like Lucas or Luciano or Luca. But wait until you tell, or, he tells you why he was having a meltdown. The reason I was having a meltdown is because I actually had sex with my porn crush. Ooh. And we were... Not yes. on camera, people. Not on camera. <laughs> Not on camera. Although I did show Richard Rich a picture, so he can... Uh, he's very cute. It. I can vouch. He's very... Yeah, he's, he's sexy. So we actually met in like a yoga class, and I was like, is that so-and-so? Like, again, I'm not a big porn person, so I really don't know a lot of people's names, especially when you get to the porn name versus the real name versus this, that, the other. But then he kind of was chatting me up, and we were talking, and, you know, we struck up kind of a friendship, and yeah, I wouldn't say dated per se, but definitely... Had a couple hookups and had had a couple fun fun times, and I oh, don't know right his then. name for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very cute. I saw the picture. I did find a picture of him. Believe it or not, I was still able to find a picture of him. He was going crazy trying to find this fucking yes. picture. By the way, now you tweeted your porn crush. I did. Okay, so I don't really know any mini porn stars' names. But I do watch <laughs> a lot does? of porn. Yeah, and, but it's usually amateur porn, which is why I don't know a lot of porn stars' names. Oh, you like the like, yes. camera phone, Snapchat. Kind of a voyeur. I see. But Jake O'Ryan, I told him I would mention his name on the podcast tonight because we do actually follow each other on Twitter, and he's doesn't ever do anything with people though. Oh, he's um, a solo. He does solo webcam shows. Interesting. Yeah, but he, I think it's. Gorgeous, has a great body, an amazing penis, does one of my favorite things ever, um, which is he's an extreme shooter. <laughs> I'm going to be very, very raunchy right now. I'm sorry. He can come in his mouth. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and he's actually very nice as far as like communicating with people and everything. He's... No, is he straight, gay? He's bi-curious, he's according bi-curious. to him. So, but I, I'm going to respect that because I respect everyone's okay. you know, sexuality. So he um, just likes attention, basically. Yes. Um, and he can get it any time from me. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so, yes. he And he's also just very nice. He has his own fleshlight. He has his own dildo and all that stuff. But He's yeah, very it's, cute. I'm on his Twitter yeah, right now. It's just him, though. Like uh-huh. I was hoping to catch like a glimpse of the penis. The yeah. Oh, there's tons of it. Like oh, um, wait, here it is. It's in this video right that's now. That's it. Soft. Yeah. It's very good. Actually, scroll down. Yeah. You I can't see what we're doing. Down. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right. Yeah. And he's not. You know what? He's not completely shaved, which I find not so attractive. Like it's fine if it's kind of <laughs> chopped down a little bit, but. I don't. I don't like the pubes at all. A completely bald eagle. I'm not into that. Yeah. Well, he has pubes here. Ooh. Yeah. He's a little bit. Yeah. And no, that's fine. That's yeah. A, that's a fine. Also, one. I like because yeah. he's very open. He. Oh, and there's the video playing oh. as I click it. Sorry. He likes anal play. He will okay. put dildos inside of himself. He will. Yes. Yeah, so. Anything for his audience. Yes. Anything for his audience and. Yes. Well, that's a true performer. There you go. Right there. Well, thank you for, I guess, tweeting us and listening to the show. (laughs) We've actually been doing pretty well. We're getting a couple hundred downloads every show. And the one thing that I'd really like to see more is a little bit more interaction. I'd like to see people commenting and tweeting at us. So please, if you have thoughts, opinions, they can vary from ours. That's fine. You yeah. Can, you can take us to, you can school us on something that we didn't get right. We're not right all the time, just a lot of the time. So, yeah, most of the, <laughs> most time, of the time we're, we're correct. But 
if there's something that you don't agree with or a, a point that you would like to make, we would really, really love to hear from yes. you. This um, has definitely been our longest podcast yes, ever. But, but like I said, we're trying, yeah, we're trying yes. some new things. We're trying to expand, talk about different things. And some things hit, some things don't. Yeah. Some things I feel like are going to be really good topics. Yes. And then we get talking about them and I'm like, well, that was a hey, flop. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> next topic. So side note, before we close up, I yes. want to say just a really big shout out to Hypervalid627 on Twitter, Matt. Yes, He's Matt. been a very, very good supporter the entire Thank time. You. Um, also, next week we are going to our sponsors because we had the Chapstick. That That's was right. We had amazing. Solo the Moon that was yes. a product sponsor And I still week. use it every day and it's awesome. It's um, great. And then we next have a new week, one coming Yes, we week. might be a little more tipsy next week because <laughs> we're switching <laughs> from wine to Murica, you heard that right, Murica Moonshine. Murica Moonshine. Yes, brand new company that's about to launch. They just sent us some product. Yes, we're gonna three try different it out. flavors. We're gonna try it out next on the episode. air, and hopefully we can speak by the end of the yeah, podcast we'll see next time. How drunk we get. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to us. That it has been able to relax you or get your thoughts going, no matter where you're at like i said the setup here is just a couple friends on the couch having a glass of wine and we are glad that you could join us until next time thanks for listening to the rich rich and westerfer show bye bye guys see you next week